If you've ever wondered what would happen if three friends, a firefighter, a lawyer, and a chaplain, got together to talk about the joys and challenges of raising their kids, well, wonder no more. Welcome to the Three Men and Their Babies podcast. Marcus Landsberg. I have two kids, a boy who's six years old and another boy who's six months. My name is James Duggins. I have two daughters. One is three. One is one month old. This is Anthony Solano, and I'm a proud father of a two and a half year old daughter. So when we were at uh, Ross last week, I finally got my kid to agree to buy a chessboard, which I've been trying to get him to buy and be interested in for you know a couple years now. And we bought a chessboard that comes with checkers, and he currently prefers checkers to chess, the six-year-old. And we've been playing, and we've been having trouble with understanding sportsmanship, when he sh- how he understands losing to dad or what he should do during the game. So I wanted to ask you guys if you've had – interactions about that with your kids if any of your kids have had trouble dealing with either winning or losing or if you've had some sort of process with that because maybe we could share uh how my child does when he now is a boy genius at checkers (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't funny that was serious (laughs) i don't doubt it well if his opponents are weak such as his dad (laughs) doesn't take much that mm. seemed very hurtful. <laughs> that was poor sportsmanship and, <laughs> and not I a good think example. You need to look in the mirror. <laughs> you know, we actually had a, kind of a topical uh, experience. So I think uh, it was, what was it, Halloween? So we had uh, Halloween was canceled because of the plague. And um, we had a family come over and just a typical thing. We played games in the house and, you know, hit candy around the yard and, barbecued typical all-american uh halloween during a lockdown and uh their uh daughter and my daughter are very similar and right now as they're trying to they're exploring their their friendship which i think is really interesting because my daughter's going to preschool their daughter is not so the social skills are a little bit different whereas my my daughter's more she's been um a little more comfortable around other kids and kind of that that dynamic right they, they don't necessarily play together very well all the time but what they'll do is they kind of play at each other you know does that make sense like they're always kind of yeah. demanding each other to do what they want versus like collaborating so it's kind of cool watching them kind of work through that um they started racing they started having a race in our backyard and i remember um sunny went took off running and she won and She's like, I'm the winner. I'm the winner. And the other little girl got really upset and was like, don't say that. Don't say that you're the winner. But she had won. So they re- they raced again. And she went, Sunny won again. And she got upset. And then she kept saying, I'm the winner. I'm the winner. And the other the girl kid got really upset again and came to the point where they started cheating and like kind of like fooling each other and taking off the line earlier. And it came, it came to the point where it was, you know, us, the two dads of us, we kind of had us you know, swarm in and talk to them. They're like one, my daughter was gloating. She's like, ha ha, I won, I won, you lose, which mortified me. Cause I was like, to me, that's like the worst, like you should, winning should be, yeah. you know, you have some humility, right? Yeah. Like you, you want to 
praise and support your competition, lift them up, you know, praise their efforts, praise the work and all that. Right. And on, on the same, the flip side too, for the other little girl was like, Hey, sometimes you lose. Right. And you use that to fuel, fuel yourself to say, Hey, I didn't win. I didn't do my best or whatever the case may be, but use as an opportunity to kind of feed, wet the appetite to practice or work more or whatever that was they were doing. So we try to talk to them about that. Um, but at three years old, how much of that actually gets absorbed? I don't know, but you definitely want to avoid the sore winner thing. Like above all, like, oh, don't be a sore winner. You know, I think it's on the same line as sore losers. You know, I don't know what's, what's worse really, but what about you, Anthony? Have you had trouble with uh, your daughter being a sore winner or a sore loser? Well, she's in the kind. Of, we're kind of in the midst of. I wouldn't call it terrible twos, but we're definitely in that phase where emotions are strong either way. Gotcha. And there, there have been times when, <laughs> when it I've never noticed, stops. Yeah, it only gets worse. That's Don't what worry. I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> We're definitely in that phase where when there are times when she doesn't get her way, the she will show strong emotions. She's an only child, so we haven't mm. really had a whole lot of experience with competition. I do notice that when she's around other kids, she's pretty good at sharing. Sometimes we have to remind her to share and to work well with the other kids. But um, for the most part, you know, we're dealing with like when, you know, she can't have a certain toy or when she has to like tonight where it was the big thing Ooh. was, you know, wash, you know, we have to wash your hands before dinner. She didn't want to wash her hands and she just, you know, she was on the ground. There were tears. So we're noticing that. <laughs> most, I, oh, man, I know mine. that. Yeah. Mostly yeah, 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 yeah. Who, it was you on the ground crying. Have you taught your daughter that if she cries, she gets her way? Both my wife and I are, are pretty good. You know, honestly, sometimes we'll cave, but we're okay. pretty you good. You can be honest about it. You can, you can, you can yeah, tell us the truth. I mean, yeah, this is sometimes. a safe space. Yeah, here you go. Thank Come you. on, let appreciate it out. Appreciate it. Oh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Folded like a Kmart deck chair. Just. That was some killer cross-examination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a pro, I know. You got me. You got me. That girl has me wrapped around her finger and I just cave. No, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we will cave. Sometimes we just look at each other and we kind of have this look like, no, let's stay strong. You know, let's stay firm in what we're trying to teach her. And so, no, we are we're really trying to instill in her that crying and acting out and throwing a fit will not sway us in the direction that she wants to go. But well, it's, it's unfortunate because those behaviors have worked for me in my entire life. At mm. 41 year old, I still like to cry and scream. And oh. We know that's that's how you ended up as the partner, <laughs> as an only child as well <laughs> on this podcast. Like, yeah, Naomi and I have our kindred spirits, and <laughs> I will be her patron saint of. <laughs> Sliding her notes when Anthony isn't looking. Yeah. yeah, I'll send her to Uncle James when she. Yeah, yeah. More tears, less kicking. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Exactly. Level up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we are. We're really trying. We're really trying to communicate to her that no, just because you're throwing a fit doesn't mean that you're going to get your way. I try really hard to get Marcus to give me a reason why I should change my mind. As mm. opposed to crying or pouting or having a fit. I'm like, well, what's a good reason? 
Is it that you would feel better? What is it? Mm. And if he'll give me one and it's not important at all, because usually it isn't for real. Like most <laughs> of the rules are really it's not like don't jump off a cliff. All right. right? It's not asking right. me to do bad things. It's just like, hey, turn off the iPad now instead of five minutes from now. Right. Right. So if I can get him to give me a good reason, I'll usually bend or or, or fold. Mm. But if I if he wants to cry about it, I try my hardest not to. Yeah, I, I think that's something that we utter. We, we tell Sonny often is we tell her, have you ever gotten what you wanted by crying? Has it mm. ever worked? <laughs> ever. And yeah. she'll sit there and go, no, but then continue to cry anyways. <laughs> right? Like, I like, know that whimpering no very yeah, well. Yeah. And then she, she will. She'll give you those little like sad pouty lips. And I know, oh, she, I know she's manipulating. I know she knows how to work my, le- my emotional buttons. Oh, my gosh. I wither and die on the inside. And I try to maintain this firm face of, oh, you cannot jump off that cliff or – uh, whatever she's freaking out about. And the truth is 90% of what they ask for is nothing that's particularly important. No. Right. Like, like to us, like really, maybe we're going to do something five minutes later. Maybe he wants to eat dinner like upside down or maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's not like he's asking <laughs> to hurt his, well, no, it's not like he's, luckily he sits funny, but it's not like he's asking to hurt his little brother, <laughs> right? It's not like he's asking to only eat ice cream for dinner. Right? right. It's just right. It's super minor stuff based on, you know, sort of socialized rules. <laughs> For them, it's a huge different. deal. Yeah. For them, My wife, everything all of a sudden. It really is. Well, their world their world is so small. Well, it's big, but so small in the things that they want. But it's, it's funny you mentioned that. My, my wife actually had to beg me to not um, hang my newborn upside down. She's not like <laughs> hang her, but like I – I flipped her upside down by her feet and like wiggled her around and she was laughing and having a good time. And my, my wife was uh, panicking because so she blames me, which rightfully so is probably true. My first daughter had um, acid reflux and it made it uh. really <laughs> difficult to sleep. I apologize and, for laughing about your daughter. <laughs> but my wife is convinced it was because I always like would hold my daughter by her feet and swing her around upside down. <laughs> so... <laughs> You gave Having your, your daughter your, your son wanted reflux. to eat upside down seems like something that could be in like my wheelhouse. <laughs> well, <laughs> good thing we've disconnected the uh, phone to uh, Uncle James. Anthony, have you given your kid any diseases or uh, permanent infirmities like James has? <laughs> Physical or mental? <laughs> yeah. Not that I know of, but I still have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Warming them up. You just warm it so, up. I have this horrible habit, and I know it's a horrible habit, but what I lose very sarcastically, and I think I got this from my family, very sarcastically, I'll say, oh, you must have cheated for you to win that easily. I couldn't be that bad. You must have cheated. You must have done. And I do it with a smile and a laugh, and it's not to call someone a cheater, but it's Uh, to be Uh sarcastic about the fact that I don't want to admit and ha 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 it's because I'm a very funny person and I don't think Marcus <laughs> picks up on the silence yeah I don't think Marcus picks up on the um the uh, uh the, the nuances Sarcasm. of the words and what they should mean when the words mean the opposite so well, I'm sure. they, they take everything so literal right now yeah. and I forget because I speak half my language is sarcasm and I forget that yes. sometimes my daughter doesn't recognize what I'm saying 
she's taking it very literal. And what I say literally could be very bad <laughs> right. if taken that way. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm damaging yeah. my daughter. Oh no. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to uh, to to communicate and what and how kids pick up on that. There was one time when my wife and I were talking, and I sarcastically said, "Shocking." And my daughter turned around. And, <laughs> oh no! And my daughter turned around and said, "Shocking!" It was so funny. Oh my gosh, I laughed so. Hard. So I always make sure we shake hands after the game. Uh, the first game when he lost and started crying, I had a very serious conversation about if he wanted me to lose on purpose, because I can lose on purpose if he wants me to, but then he'll never know if he's really good enough to win or if I'm just being nice to him. Right. So we had a sort of conversation of I should always try to win because then he'll be able to learn how to win and no one will hand him anything that it will feel better if he has to earn whatever he is he's trying to get and earn the victory. And right. the truth is about four or five games in good uh, checkers just uh, he didn't stick with so much. But checkers, I guess, was easier to sort of stay with about four or five games in. I mean, it's not like we're playing very strict rules. I let him take back right. every move. We play every move out and rewind it back to whatever he wants. Um but he beat me. I mean, he totally beat me at the point we stopped at the point we stopped like sort of taking moves back and let yeah. him go. Uh, he totally beat me and he felt amazing and he was happy about it. But we'd always shaken hands. I said, look me in the eye and shake my hand when, when we finish the game, win or lose. And he did that. Did you laugh and oh, say, ha cool. you must have been cheating like you do with your family. <laughs> <laughs> you must have cheated. <laughs> No. So um, <laughs> this time it was real. Yeah. At that point, we did not. So, yeah. So the, we sort of worked through it. And now he loves playing checkers. I think it's because he had to earn it to win. And right. then he yeah. did win. But the first couple times, losing was very, very hurtful to mm. him. Very bad. And well, I was going to say, he has a different experience to me because, like, when he played soccer, for example, when on his team, he was the one who always scored all the goals, right? Mm. He was the one who was a little bit bigger, so he was faster than people, and he was a slightly older, so a little bit more in control of his body, so he could score all the goals. I, you know, I'm still waiting to score my first goal in soccer, for example. So um, <laughs> it's just a he has a different experience, a different relationship to winning and losing different things in, in that nature. And it's interesting to watch. It's It's interesting to try and help develop. Yeah. Well, I think it's the, the greatest lessons are in our losses, right? Oh, and, absolutely. And I think it's something like with Sonny. I wouldn't now, know. <laughs> all you've done is lose. Right? <laughs> I just lose, but I've learned nothing. Um, with, with Sonny, because I think at the age she is now, so right now it's developing confidence and, you know, her awareness of herself and her capabilities. And so it is, it is a lot of when we do play games of letting – her win at this age, three-ish. But we do, in the things that we do, is I make it a point, like if we're playing like Dance Dance Revolution or whatever on the you know the Nintendo Switch or Just Dance or whatever it is, that, you know, she we let her win. Um, but we also make sure that she, I, I crush her occasionally on whatever, whatever <laughs> it is we're doing. Um, <laughs> just to let her know I'm the man. And no, right. no, but just to, just to incorporate some of the uh, just to like un the understanding of like you were saying of loss and what that means and like 
watching her get upset about it, but then talking to her about it and explaining to her that this is like, how does it make you feel? Do you want to do better? Do you want to learn more? Do you want to practice more? I had an uncle growing up. He never let me beat him in tennis. Nice. Yeah. And it, it, it taught me so much about how to be a good loser, how to work hard. And you know, the times that, you know, growing up that I did actually beat him, I knew that I genuinely won and you know, that I was improving and there was so much that I learned and not having the victory handed to me. Must've been so sweet also. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you finally beat uncle Bjorn Borg. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I became a professional tennis player. (laughs) You guys. And that's the day I moved to paddle tennis. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I won Wimbledon. 1992. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be a better sportsman because of this conversation. Now, I got to jump off this because I got to go beat my kid in checkers. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to be red. Always. Hey, Anthony. Hey, James. How are you guys doing today? Great. (laughs) Okay, we'll start that one over. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, doing good? Having a good evening? I'm doing good. (laughs) Not, this isn't forced at all. I am doing great. My evening is excellent. Thank you for asking.